Welcome to another episode of Simon Says, and today we have David Tian. Yeah, hello everyone, I'm back again. And we have Lyra. Hello. So you know when we have David, we want to talk some uh, heavier political <laughs> stuff, right? That's right. Now, so today we are want to talk about a website that does political survey. It's called Political Compass. Now, it has been around for more than 20 years. Relatively well-known and... It's almost a little bit like personality tests mm. and they, they will be asking certain prepositions and try to see where you stand in the four quad, quadrant or matrix, you know, and we're just going to mention it, you know, the, the traditional left and right, which we understood or maybe not really understood. <laughs> then we have libertarian, which uh, another word for libertarian would be classical, liberal. Then we have authoritarian or totalitarian, depending where you come from. Now, we're going to discuss all these values in depth and also show you our results. Mm. But before that, I think uh, Lyra and David are going to just go through the questions because some of the questions are really interesting, right? Yeah. Indeed. And, and so they'll go through the questions and may maybe, you know, you can pick out the question that kind of stood out. Mm. Like, just now we had dinner and we asked our friends to do it. Yeah. And they were like stumped by some of the question, right? <laughs> yeah. And it, it kind of, re but of course, if you are familiar with personality tests, you should know that it's talking about a tendency, a preference, but case by case is different. Yep. So don't, don't feel like you're bound by that. You know, we are never bound by what a test says, but it kind of show you where you stand. So later on, David and Lara, I'm going to ask you whether you agree with the positions that the test kind of place you in okay mm. all right so without further ado lara why don't you take over okay yeah so one of the very interesting question is i will always support my country whether it was right or wrong <laughs> so david how did you reply yeah I'm, uh, it's like this is the second question about i'm like <laughs> whoa 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 i'm uh, i choose i choose the answer is like i disagree why why i disagree it's like yes i i know i have some relationship with my country but at the end, I'm, I found like, let's say my country mm. commit a, a war criminal. It's like kill yep. thousands and millions of people. I, I still support the mm. action. I, I'm like, I, I will not. But I still might love my country, maybe, yes. Mm. So this is my point of view. La. So would you, you categorize love as support, you know? Love as support. Kind of. In, yeah. this, in this case. Yeah, so it's very interesting, David, the way you, you process the whole question because so much of the answers and questions require some context and some applications. So, you know, for some people, like, like for example, for me, uh, I'll look at it like, you know, if, if certain war crimes you mentioned or certain mm. things which the whole worldview are really, really bad. We think about World War One, we mm. think about World War II. And for some people, they'll be like, but that's the political party, you know, mm. that's the leaders. It has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with, with our culture. So, but, but it's interesting. I, I guess what the survey is trying to get, I'm just speculating here, is how nationalist you are, you know, in terms uh, of yeah. how proud you are. Yeah. 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 So, it's, it's interesting. But Lyra, how, how did you answer that? <laughs> to, to be frank, I hold the same view <laughs> as David. Because I was thinking also along the line whereby, if, if let's say, we were born in Germany, for instance. <laughs> like, World War II, everyone else is mm. also, I mean, I, I guess it's understandable that all the Germans are thinking that why should we, why should we mm. be subject to a more severe punishment than the other countries mm. that yep. are also in the same, like, I mean, committing the same crime. Mm -hmm. So, but in that sense, I would say the government policy does affect how we live. 
But that doesn't necessarily mean that I will like show my hundred percent support mm, all the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you put it that way, like hundred percent support, then mm. I think it's pretty justified, you know, yeah. so for yeah. for for you to put disagree. But I would say if you viewed it from like whether or not you're a nationalist mm. or you're more globalist, then I think I'm more of the former mm. nationalist. Yep, yep. First for the country, then only then you see if you have the capacity. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So one question already so much. This <laughs> okay. Next question more. Yes. Choose some more. Choose some more. No one chooses their country of birth. So <laughs> it's foolish to be proud of it. <laughs> my point of view is I want to feel proud of my country. It doesn't, doesn't mean that I birth in this country is right or wrong for me. Mm. It's, not, it's not linked for me. Okay. I cannot choose to be born in Malaysia. Why can I be proud of Malaysia? Mm. Doesn't make sense for me. So I, for, for my answer is, no, it's not foolish. So I mm. disagree with this statement. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I, again, I think they're trying to get the the nationalist <laughs> drift. And now, by the way, we all can admire certain country for yes. your system. Yes. You know, I think we we are we we can be. Uh, open-minded about you know like in this show we always talk about the American experiment because we really I, I mean for even from the legal political point of view it mm. is a very unique system it, it's not perfect it's not mm. the best and of course every system you get some good points so I think it's not wrong to do that yeah so I, I guess David you, you know, <laughs> you're, you're right to say you make no apologies for this kind of but very Im- interesting uh, if people feel like I, I, I just don't want to be proud of the country. It's okay also. Yeah, yeah. So so th- these people will be more like, you know, I can move to Singapore, I can move to Thailand, yeah. I can move to China, I can move to Australia. Mm. They don't feel a certain sense of attachment, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is perfectly fine, I yeah, think. I'm fine with it also. But I, I won't call everybody, uh, yeah, if you are don't proud of your country, you're foolish. Uh. No, no, yeah, of course yeah. not. Mm. <laughs> so... But I just I want to, you know, your answer will kind of place you in a certain uh, position of the chart, which we will explain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, next one. I think this is where it comes to race, mm. race or cultural. So our race has many superior qualities compared with other races. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess as Malaysian, this is something that is not uncommon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I mean, whether consciously or unconsciously, and even the stereotyping, I think in Malaysia, people kind of, like sometimes jokingly, <laughs> but I think at the back of the mind, they kind of behave like this, you know? Like yeah. this, the school, the area, the job, like, like accountant, Chinese people. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were like, you know, car park operator, Indian. You know, I mean, some stereotyping I, I can think of because of the industry that I'm in. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you agree that there's some kind of <laughs> more Indian? Yeah, so yeah. I can speak so, eloquently. but is that? But having different race doing focusing on different economic behavior. Now it could be a historical thing. It mm. could be just the skill set. But is that? considering a race superior, you know, because of the way the question is phrased, you know, mm. superior, inferior. Many superiors. I think mm. it's like my race or my culture is better than yep, all yep. of you. I that think that that's what they're trying to get. Mm. Yeah. I, I believe that many culture, we we kind of have the, ben, uh, the, the pros and cons. Mm. If we compare with others, it's like some races are better in this area. Mm. Maybe it's, it's right, but it's not that mm. all of my culture is Overall, 
yeah, better yeah. than you. Exactly, exactly. I don't agree with that. Yeah, yeah. So, so David, you say something really, really interesting. My culture is better in one or two or three area. So, so is that acceptable? Mm, okay, I, I, for I, me, can we say that? I agree, I agree. Because in, in the climate of wokeness, in the climate of political correctness, you can't really say that, you know. That, that is considered racist. <laughs> Come yeah. to Malaysia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, is it okay to say, look, you, you know, maybe... It, uh, I mean, we, we're, we're talking like some political hot potato here. You know, some people will be like, you know, certain race are better with, with accounting, <laughs> with, with finance, that kind of thing. Yeah. But, but still, uh, I mean, you can only push that to a degree, right? Because yeah, yeah, there's yeah. still the, the merits, there's still the skill set yes. and, and things like that. Yes. I think for Malaysian, we are more family of these kind of questions because mm. we, every day, this is, for us, it's every, mm. everyday kind of thing. So not, not, not too strange for us, right? Yeah. Now, now, one of the things about political compass for those of you, if you go to the website and I think one of the first question people will ask is, is this being tracked? Okay. So mm. the website say no. Now, of course, I, I don't, I mean, from the design, I don't think they are tracking, you know, but, mm. but you're not putting your name, you're not putting an ID. Uh, the most is your IP. Even if you use VPN, you, you can say I'm from Venezuela, I'm from Japan <laughs> or whatever. Not Korea. <laughs> not Korea. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I think it is really the, the way it's designed is you, you, you have awareness that nobody is looking at your answer yeah. and you can kind of try to answer as honest as possible. Yeah. Next one. So shall we go to this part on economy? Yeah, sure, so sure. So one of the questions here is controlling inflation is more important than controlling <laughs> unemployment. So what's your take? I, I choose, I agree with mm. controlling inflation is more important because I'm now a consumer. So <laughs> I receive my salary every day. So if the inflation is not controlled, but my salary is still the same, Mm. I'm not satisfied with it. <laughs> so, because I, I'm, mm. I, I have a job. So maybe for the people that they do not have a job, they mm. have a different perspective, I think. The question is very, very interesting because it's almost like a question for economists, you know, because yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's like, I mean, of course, we, we, we are living in a time where there's a great debate over how to manage inflation because there's a lot of, adjustment on interest rate and things like that, which, mm. yeah, I mean, they are trying to justify everything is expensive, so we have to bring it down. Mm. But that's really more of a left kind of economy, whereas if you focus on creating job, it's more on free market and then say, look, let's let supply and demand mm. uh, push the price, you know. So, so it's very interesting and and that's why, you know, even those of us who say we are for free markets, we all agree some sort of intervention is needed. Mm, yes. So yes. actually I also put agree. Oh. Yeah, you know, generally I agree, but I see the question doesn't ask to what degree, yeah. how much and things like that. Those yeah, are the yeah, context yeah. and the nuance. But but Lyra, what, what did you say? Yeah. I actually put disagree. <laughs> <laughs> well I felt like it's more chicken and egg sort of situation. Yeah, yeah. It's like because if you don't resolve the immediate issue mm -hmm. as in I guess to what end do people rely on the welfare of the government? So, so I personally, mm. I think government intervention in this area mm. might not necessarily be good because yeah. we'll just look at Fed, whereby mm. like Janet Yellen, yeah. Jerome Powell, I think all those people, I, I don't necessarily agree with what they are mm. doing. So hence, because of that, I felt like um, if people have more jobs, yep. mm. 
more opportunity. Mm. So they they are able to make a living, basically. I think mm. they have that right to pursue happiness more than... I mean, if the government yeah. is introducing some fiscal policy that is really like very far out and oh, not yeah. relatable to them. Mm. Yeah, interestingly, I was just looking at... I mean, as part of... I mean, after going through the political compass and some of the commentary, then I just stumbled upon you know, some short video, you know, talking about the Great Depression. Mm. And specifically, they look at FDR and Hoover, okay, the two presidents during the, the Great Depression. And, you know, a lot of people kind of, in a very general sense, say, you know, FDR's New Deal sort of stopped the the Great Depression, but but it didn't, you know. So, mm. but anyway, the, the this is an economist from UCLA, and he was just saying that based on his research, both of them, try to intervene too much and in mm. the end it didn't work out that well something else came in but of course economics you know what they say about economics right it's the most complex social science yep. because so many variable and this is maybe the one area where many people can disagree and still have jobs <laughs> 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 talking true. about the political uh, economic analyst right I mean political analyst a little bit like that but you, you, you get sh- you get but more easily, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Okay, let, let's. The freer the market, the freer the people. Actually, this question is more more broader. Mm. It's, it's like, a bit linked with with the inflation. Yeah, kind of the intervene of the government. Mm. It's like the freer the market. Let's say we have zero government intervention mm. in market. How about the monopoly? How about the yeah, tycoons yeah, exactly. rising up? Mm. Will they torture the people? Will they yeah, torture yeah. the labels? Maybe. Yeah. We see in history there are many of the cases happening. So yeah. my my choice is like, I, I don't agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that question is really kind of like, do you agree with the the most the most free market kind mm. of thing. It's so, so it's to the extreme of the right. Yeah. And yeah, David, I definitely agree with you that history shows us that I mean, of course, when you think about the, the monopoly busting, hmm. we, we think about American are the first really to do it. And there was a time, you no know, US Steel and US Petroleum, there was this huge monopoly, Rockefeller and all those people. So much so that the government, the DOJ, have to come, come up with an antitrust act hmm. to kind of break the monopoly. That's why it's called antitrust. You know, they use a personal trust arrangement. Oh, so it's... Yeah, I mean, I think we, we all agree some kind of intervention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just what intervention. Yeah, I agree with that. But aren't like people like Rockefeller, they, they are, they very much symbolizes the American dream itself. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so, so what, what happened, of course, before Rockefeller at, at US Steel, you know, Carnegie uh, is another uh, tycoon. And, and talking about, they started to ask people to work eight hours, 10 hours, 12 hours. So, so, so there was a beginning of time they say you need to have labor, you need to have some human rights yeah. and things like that. So eventually it became, there, there was a riot at, mm. at the factory. And this is just an example how small US government was at that time. Mm. I mean, in terms of the concept, when they have the riot, the federal government did not have any military to go and stop. Ah. They had to go and hire mercenary. Ah. Yeah, so, so they don't even have soldier so that, that was how you know of course different presidents have different big and small but of course since uh, you know like, like Jeff Jefferson especially kind of made the whole government small so 
Yeah, I, I mean, I think Lara, you're, you're, you're going back to the free market uh, concept, you know, it's like, yeah, I, I think generally we all are for free market, right? Yes. And it's just how free, uh, you know, yeah, how, free. how extreme. <laughs> how extreme and should there be some regulations? Yeah. Uh, like, 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 for example, uh, let's use another example we use sometimes in this show, which is Big Tech. Mm. So they'll be like, oh, you don't like YouTube, you don't like Google, don't use it. Lah. Mm. That's free market, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what if you, you have such a monopoly uh, positions? It, it's not like if I don't want to use Android, I go to iPhone, it's the same. I also get, uh, you know, I also get kicked out from, from the App Store quite easily, you know? Mm. You know, Apple has such a big issue with all the app developer and things like that. Mm. Then you go to Android and things like that, the people are cancelled from YouTube all the time. Mm. So it's like both sides are the same. Then they say, okay, you, you go and start a new third platform. <laughs> very small, very tiny. Yeah. I mean, Microsoft have failed. Uh, Nokia have failed. Yeah. Blackberry have failed. So th- those are the situation for me personally where I feel some intervention is needed. Mm, but agree. again, how much, how much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. of course, coming from Malaysia, we... we I think we can agree we have too much intervention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> So next one, because corporations can't be trusted to voluntarily protect <laughs> the environment, they require regulation. First, for me, first. personally, I disagree though. Disagree. I mean, for one, I don't... I'm not for environmentalists. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's why I disagree. But also, at the same time, I don't think... Like, I personally agree with ESG, sustainability... Mm all this sort of thing. So hence, I don't think regulation mm. would be, because it just creates another platform for mm. big government. But mm. what about like, you know, in recent time, you have some chemical waste thrown into the river. Yeah. Ah. You know, what about those? And yeah. So, yeah, I mean, is it possible to differentiate? I, you know, like generally, we are not here in this show. We are not very beyond the, the weaponization of climate change, I guess. Is mm. it, if really you want to preserve earth and things like that, that's fine. But the, the way it's done leading to, you know, things like carbon credit and things like that, mm. they eventually, okay. the next thing they'll say, you can't emit, yep. uh, <laughs> you can't do this, you have to use electric car, you have to use public transport. So, I mean, we see control there, but what about legitimate pollution? Mm. Yeah, that, that I do agree. Mm. Some sort of intervention, like, you don't have open Again, it's burning. a question of degree. It is, it is. <laughs> I mean, you, you don't have like open burning. Mm. I mean, those sort of things which are generally causing the whole, I mean, Malaysia not livable. I think yep. that, that would be something that, mm. I mean, we do need regulation, but again, it's like what you say, to what degree? Mm. Mm. Yeah, so, so just for our viewers and listeners, I mean, this shows again exactly why context is important. Yes. Why, uh, so, so it's good, you know, when, when we, we ask questions like this and like having a discussion, yeah. then, then we know, then, then I know, like, for example, Lyra's position, I, I totally agree because when she said disagree, she's thinking ESG, she, she's thinking the weaponization of climate change agenda and things mm. like that, which... Yeah, I also totally disagree. No? <laughs> but again, it's how the question is framed, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. And if we look at the question, it's like, because cooperation cannot be trust to voluntarily. Mm. So it's like, we have to build out some regulation to force mm. the cooperation to do the, the environment-friendly things. Uh. So what if the corporate himself do the environmental... Mm. 
uh, benefit from the environmental friendly things. That's a, uh, the, the first point I want to point out. And mm. another thing is, uh, I, I think the underlying point of this question is also what, want to point out that corporation in the nature, they want to pursue money mm. the benefit only. So I don't believe that. I, mm. I, I still believe some of the tycoons, some of the corporation yeah. do benefit all of us. Like the thing we use right now, we have so many uh, good uh, facilities, lighting and a microphone, mm. benefit all of us. Yep, so yep. yeah, it's my point of view. But actually I, I choose disagree mm. because of the, I mean, we cannot force someone to, mm. it's like, just, just like I agree with you. Mm. We want to be environmental friendly, but don't force us to do that. Yeah, yeah. Persuade us, but not force us. So, so you know, like if you look at Malaysian context, usually, it, it, I mean, you compare it to the American system. You see, mm. American, especially during Trump's administration, he he kind of, uh, he kind of removed a lot of regulation because mm. he wanted business to do. But for for Malaysia, every time we think about regulation, we we think more of cost. <laughs> you see, like, like, like SME, SME, like, oh, I have to pay for this. <laughs> I, I have to train my staff. I mean, you know, they, they think more in terms of dollars and, and cents rather than the, the policy itself. So it's, uh, yeah, I, I think it's... Um, because it, the regulation being misused for years by the government, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I, I mean, generally, David, I definitely agree with you that, uh, you know, we are more for voluntary. Like, like mm. recently, the, the last budget just announced voluntary disclosure for tax. Mm. I mean, they've been doing that for a while already. Mm. And remember, it happened in 2018 mm -hmm. under then Finance Minister Lin Guang-en. But did, did you hear one of the stories that mm -hmm. because they also do that kind of promotion, you know, and when people go there, then the RLB go and do tax investigation <laughs> uh, above and beyond your volunteer because you volunteer you must have something else <laughs> it is, I, I think that kind of defeats the whole spirit of voluntary disclosure yeah. right? so, so that's why I don't know this time what, what's, the, what's the take up of this volunteer. offer mm, yeah so that's why people kind of still a bit sore about Lin Guang. The, the, the mistrust <laughs> of the government. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not his fault. You know, at that time, I think he was like really, really focused on trying to balance. Yeah. Because mm. we were paying so much interest for, for YNDB and things like that. Yes. Still is, by yes. the way. Yes. So Ooh, I, wow. I don't envy the job. You know, it's like whatever you do, people will say they support it. They not support. Mm. You know, that's the reality of politicians. But anyway, <laughs> some more question. So maybe it, maybe you should go to the next tab. This is economic, right? So nationalist, yeah. so you can see the the broad, super theme. Yeah, but through the discussion, I found very very interesting mm. to see from different perspective, mm. different uh how how we view the questions. It's really different. Mm. Yeah, I guess this one of the purpose for this episode is, uh, and I hope all our viewers and listeners will, you will go and do the test. And not like we try to persuade you to be more right, more left, more authoritarian <laughs> or, or things like that. Not at all. But more like, do you, you, you know, when you say you support a certain policy or a certain political party, it, does, it, does it match the, the actuality? Now, of course, I mean, there are criticism. The survey is not accurate. It's more from a Western political perspective, which is true. I mean, the, mm. the author already said, look, this is more from Western democracy point of view. Mm. Uh, but I feel like we, we do have a portion of that because we inherited Westminster system. Yeah. But of course, our yeah. own Malaysian flavor. <laughs> <laughs> All authority should be questioned. <laughs> now, now we're going to the social construct. Okay. Yep. You guys. Okay, okay, talk first. How about you? You start first. <laughs> this. Uh, 
No, for, for me, I, I, I answer disagree because uh, I feel like there are certain authority structure placed over our life. Hmm. Now, of course, like in light of the last couple of years with COVID and vaccine and all these things, there is an increasing distrust over establishment, over mm. government. But still, you, you know, when you put it like that, all authority, you know, what about parental authority? What about oh. education authority? Mm. Uh, I feel like the if you are someone like super libertarian, that means, you know, I can do all things as long as I don't disturb you, you know, that that's the super libertarian. But it's like, I don't know, to, to me, it is not very... You know, nobody is so smart that you can be totally independent all the time. We all have people that we lean on, that, that we develop and things like that. So if for me, if if to answer the question as yes, that means you are saying that all these foundations are not important. So so that would be the way I, I view it. But of course, if people view it more from a establishment authority point of view, then yeah, I mean... Uh, Agree may have some validation. Mm. Because I, I, I choose agree. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you're thinking more from establishment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, I'm thinking like if, if, because I'm thinking another extreme, it's like mm. we all cannot question our authority. It's like nothing. So mm. I, but, but the question is asking all authority should be questioned. Mm. So maybe I'm more cling to your kind of perspective. Yeah, actually, now you, now you mentioned, question doesn't mean you go against it because yeah, let, yeah, let's yeah. say you, you think about it and ultimately you, you think, okay, this is good for me. I'm going to submit to that. Mm. Then that's still fine, you know? Mm. So so it, if the question is like, oh, you should go against authority, ah. then that's like the anarchy already. Yeah, but I feel like the question is asking is like, we have to like oppose or mm. some protest to the authority mm. because... I feel like I smell that the intention maybe. Yeah, I yeah. Guess, I, guess. I, I think it's trying to see whether you are authoritarian or libertarian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Valera, what's funny. your take? Well, I think they should be questioned because mm. I, I wasn't thinking more like a civil disobedience sort mm. of perspective. Mm. Mm. It, it's more like, I mean, just looking back at the lockdown policies, mm. I mean, why can't we have the right to question yeah. your credibility in mm. leading us? Because you're the, you, you say you're the COVID-19 um, yeah. experts but obviously I mean we can't even question your credibility we oh, don't yeah. know what's your qualifications and mm. how how can you be so sure that everything that yes. you say must be right so yeah, I think agree. from that perspective I think we should have that right of like just mm. expressing mm. I mean yeah, it doesn't yeah. mean that we are going against the government it just means that at least we are very well informed of the whole thing Oh. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you put it like that, I definitely mm, agree with you. Yeah, and yeah. Now, do you remember during the COVID time, some politicians are so arrogant, they'll be like, you don't like my policy, you vote me out. No? <laughs> you know, some of them really talk like that, you know, and yeah. it's like, now, of course, this is talking about in de democracies, but what about you're in a system that doesn't even have voting? <laughs> 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 some country name comes to my mind. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean or not? Yeah. It's like, they, they how, you know, how, I remember, I think kind of bring back to the last episode we did, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I think can summarize this question is like the question about the freedom of expression. Mm. Yep. Yeah, whether we can express or not. Because yeah. we, what is the context and what is the mm. extent we can talk about question about the authority. So it's linked with yeah, yeah. Uh, freedom of expression. Mm. Now, now that you both put it like that, I think if I redo the question, I probably will agree. <laughs> <laughs> probably. 
So yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe our, our audience should do the test first before. Yeah, Actually, I, I did it twice and the result is pretty close. Okay. Uh, your perspective is really important. Mm. Uh, it's really interesting also because mm. we, we cannot, no one is an island. Uh. No mm. is, uh, we have yep. to pair with somebody to do something in this earth. Okay, moving on. I didn't expect this part to... But it's very interesting when you look at the question. <laughs> when, when you kind of discuss it, right? When you do it, you kind of feel like, oh, this is interesting. This is interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting okay. questions. Good okay. parents sometimes have to smack <laughs> their children. How about we have the parents here? <laughs> oh, I, I mean, it's like... Uh, I mean, you, you talk about culturally, but of course, personally, I mean, we, we, we me and my wife, we, we do that. Hmm. And in, in Malaysia, of course, it's very acceptable <laughs> still. Culturally yes. acceptable uh, from a, a moral, religious, social point of view, also very acceptable. Hmm. And, but of course, I think, again, from the Western point of view, like like in Australia, for example, even in the Nordic states, uh, I think there was one case. Remember one, one Malaysian couple, mm. in, I think in Sweden or whatever. I mm. think, I think the uh, because he, yeah, being no, I think he was even charged in court. Wow. Yeah, and, and the children had to go to social service because he he kind of, I don't know, some corporal discipline on the children. I don't know who reported it. So again, uh, to to me, it's like. There is a, I believe in an inherent authority of the parents because it's like, hey, there's a reason why when you reach 18, it's called age of majority. You mm. can decide for yourself. But before that, you know, mm. too bad. You, you are stuck with your parents. <laughs> so, so from the legal point of view, unless there's abuse or certain uh, serious neglect, then they, they, the state shouldn't take away the, the right because it's not the responsibility of government to raise the children. Mm, yeah. Interesting you know, point. Like, so, but of course, it's like again. That's why I think this question looks at the level of authoritarian belief that you have, mm. but also how much you think state should intervene. Mm. So, so you look at the Western country; they they believe they should intervene in raising our children. Yeah, as mm. I look at that, that question, I also feel like it's the 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 what are the spank. The spank is spank to death one kind of kind of things. Uh, uh, no, not really. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But I, I, for me, it's like I'm more pro discipline children mm. with this kind of method because I grew up like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel the goodness of discipline by them, mm. but cannot go to some extreme because of some of mm. my friends go up, have some trauma because yeah, yeah, of, of course, beaten of course. by the parents. So, so that's why it's when you go into the territory of abuse and neglect, that's where... Yeah, I mean that it becomes a crime. You know, that's why yep. we, in, in Malaysia we've seen a lot of child abuse cases, mm. which is legitimate. And unfortunately, you know, even during COVID time, uh, it's underreported, and yeah. all the education are sort of remote. The next part here: yeah. those who are able to work and <laughs> refuse the opportunity should not expect society. Oh, oh my! Mm. This is an interesting one. <laughs> Social justice. <laughs> yeah, this is... Mm, okay, maybe Lara, you can start first. This, yeah. this is a very interesting question. Well, personally, I put agree though. Mm. Uh, mm. Because... Maybe you'd like to explain to our viewers and listeners what, what you understood the question is trying to get. Mm. Mm. So uh, I felt like you are not disabled. Mm. You actually have the opportunity, but perhaps you are a bit more spoiled. Mm. Like just you, you think like, no, government has to feed me. 
I, I felt like it's more leaning towards like a lot mm. of government support. Again, it goes back to like big government, the underlying mm. issues of big government. But I felt like if you don't work, then you have no right to complain <laughs> about well mm. being unable to have a good life. Mm. Okay, let me be the devil's advocate. <laughs> okay. So it's like so I'm just I'm just thinking about Malaysian context. Uh. So someone will be like, okay, I'm not disabled, I still have two hands, two feet, but I never finish high school. And no one wants to employ me because I don't have SPM. Mm. And I my English is not good enough. I'm very weak, I can't do labor work. So so you know you can think about mm. the justifications. And of course, you look at our, our nation's policy. Sometimes they look at your income, and if you are not uh, reaching a certain threshold, then they want to help you directly. But uh, again, th- these are more like patching, you know. It's like, oh, yeah, you get 500 this month, you're happy for a while. But it doesn't solve the underlying problem. So, you, you know, it's like teach a person to fish rather than give the fish. So, mm-hmm. I think if from that point of view, uh, I, I agree with you. But what, what about those people who are seriously and actually disadvantaged. Mm. But then the next question I'm thinking is who makes the determination? (laughs) 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 And that's always a big challenge in Malaysia. (laughs) Like like we can't we can't identify people correctly. Yeah. And that's why we talk about the last episode, you know, you want to say cut all subsidy, then the rich people will get their poor friends to go and pump the car for them. Then it's like, oh man, you, you, you brought a 4,000 <laughs> CC car, you know, BMW 7 Series or whatever. That kind of thing. It's like, income 2,000 a month. So if I had my father-in-law say, why, why don't we look at the car? Oh yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. You know, if you drive expensive car above a certain threshold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's legit. Mm. I think that might be workable. Like, <laughs> yes, it is. Then, then my V and all those sales will just go out, right? Okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very interesting. Yeah, but what, what, what about you? I mean, I mean, David, what do you think? I mean, this is, I think that question is going to be one of the big philosophical battle exactly. in going into the future. Yeah, exactly. Even Malaysia, the, the soul of our social economy is, is kind of based on that question. Yes, 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 yes. Mm. In, despite of the ratio or whatever, mm. but this question, this time you said, uh, in spite of giving the fish or mm. teach them how to fish, uh, I'm like, if the people, if the if, if that group of people, they didn't even know how to fish. Yeah, uh, exactly. You, so. you cannot te- teach them. Mm. They never know, you know. So how do we kind of settle, if we are government, how, how do we kind mm. of settle these kind of people? Do we have need, need to give some money or some subsidy mm. to them to let them just to survive mm. in this country. Maybe, yes. Yep. But the goal have to be, we have to make our mind that we increase to the minimal point mm. this kind of situation in, in, our, in our nation. So yeah. we have the end game, we have the now current mm. situation and the, the thing we have to deal with and how do we, how, where are we heading to? Yep. So for, yeah. for me, I think this kind of question, we cannot easily agree or disagree. Yeah, like. yeah. yeah. David, I, I love what you're saying is that there should be a goal. You know, it's like, for example, NEP has a goal. Yeah. And, but halfway through, unfortunately, everyone <laughs> screw up. Okay. And yeah. I mean, that's just a reality. This, from wanting to help a certain class of people. Now, by the way, do you, do you know that originally NEP is not even race-based? 
Mm. It's really based on poverty. So yep. it's supposed mm. to help all the race, but somehow by by design or accident, you know, we, we don't want to speculate too much. But the reality is it, it just it, it helped a very select percentage, basically those with direct leverage and position in GLC. Mm. So you create a, a uber rich elite. But by far and large you have you know there's no development to to help the hardcore poor. And, and what you say just not really kind of and that's will be one of the reasons why I, I feel like Malaysia is still in transition. We, we are not and, and generally yes, Lyra, I, I totally agree with you that the philosophy about if you can work, you, you should yes. work. Mm, uh, but then there's that side, mm. do you do we even have work? Mm, and, yeah, you know, yep, do we yep, even yep. have work? And even if we work, can you even work? Yep. So, <laughs> so are pe- are some people, I, I mean, we uh, unfortunately, I mean, we all are university graduate and things like that. But increasingly, people graduate from university and are not employable. Yeah. And it's a systemic problem. It's an education problem. It's a society problem. Mm. So, so from from that point of view, I, I do agree with David that yeah, maybe there's a bit of transition, mm. but yes. we need to say this is the end game. Yep. Yeah. Agree. So end game may require a few years of hardship, a few years of cutting expenses, a few years of reducing subsidy. Yeah. And. I don't know, you know, it's going to cause political points. Yeah. That's why politicians are not so eager. <laughs> so I imagine if you're an advisor to, to, to anyone and say, we need to have an end game, they'll be like, David, you are not realistic. <laughs> you want me to be voted out, is it? <laughs> yeah. yeah you know, How do you win election? <laughs> so, yeah, anyway. But, <laughs> but these are the kind of questions that, that kind of make you think yes, where, yes. where you stand from an economic point of view. And it's like, I mean, you go out, you see people who are needy and, and people may look for you if you are doing well mm. how are you going to help and I think these are all questions that that people need to think about yes, yep. yes, yes. wow what a discussion so maybe we could just have one more question one more question we... yeah, 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 right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is going a bit longer than we think <laughs> but it's okay like this will be part discussion. one already alright <laughs> no, bro- no broadcasting institution however independent is content should receive public funding. Mm. So that's main public broadcasting channel or TV, but sponsored by the country. Yeah, yeah I guess it's like if you are media, I mean, so, so if you are media, you are, I mean, of course, for the longest time, media is always public, you know, mm. it's always governments. It's only the last 30 years, even in Western nations where they start to have private Mm. Like, like CNN is is like thirty years only, you know, like like mm. this kind of cable news. So, so so I guess the, I mean, this is how I interpret the questions. Not not question the the statement is, if you truly because the media has been called the fourth estate, you yeah. know, you're supposed to balance the other big three, right? Mm. The the legislature, the judiciary, the, the executive. But if you take money from governments, then does that mean you owe them a duty. Does that mean, you, you know, maybe they have some undue influence. We, we, we don't know, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. but in Malaysia, of course, we have seen that all the time, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, these days, I think they're quite quite okay with the Astro Awani, all those are mm. quite all right. But I, I remember the days, even the star, Utusan, I mean, these are like just bleak, just like propaganda. Mm. So if you, now, by the way, we, we always mention in this show, it's okay to have propaganda thinking. Yes, it's agree. okay to have opinion. Agree. As long as 
you tell people like it's opinion and don't pretend that it's news. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's like you, you can support Prekatan all you want. You can support Harapan all you want. Just be clear about your position, but don't pre- pretend to be neutral and then you, you support one side. I guess that's where the question is trying to get, you know. Yeah. Will, will the impartiality be affected if they receive funding mm. and I guess there are things which we don't know you know the percentage of funding mm. uh, you, you know sometimes like you think about RTM they have a few thousand staff and the director could be thinking if I, I, I don't do something which I mean I'm talking about the past uh, if mm. I don't do something that kind of favor BN maybe I'll lose my job maybe my whole team will lose a job <laughs> you know people yeah, think yeah. like that so but anyway yeah, that, that's how I, I understood but how, how do you all answer I, I look at this question is more like uh, to funding an independent uh, media, but it's more with less linkage with government mm. by using the taxpayer money to fund an independent, so-called independent media. But my my point, my my, my concern is the independence. How mm. how how do you make sure the media is independent? So if we look at Taiwan, mm. there are Taiwanese independence. Uh, media fund mm. by taxpayer money. Correct, correct. They do have agenda actually. Yeah, yeah, of course. And how, why the people have to fund? Why mm. the people, the taxpayer money have to fund mm. the agenda based media? Yeah, just like what, what you say mm. just now, you can mention it that you have agenda. But in this case, most if of the thing we see is that they want to try themselves the most in the neutral bar at the end. Actually, it's more like propaganda already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. The, the, the result is different. So, my answer is don't agree, but mm. I do believe we have we have to figure out how to secure the mm. independence of the media. Mm. Yeah. Now, by uh, the way, it's, it's ironic that when you look at America and UK, for example, mm. so in US, you have the PBS, public broadcasting system, then mm. you have BBC, mm, yep, yep. which are anti-government, <laughs> anti-their government yeah. all the time. Yeah. So it, over there, they have gone the other spectrum, you know. Mm. Whereas like, like Taiwan example, they are, they, are, they, they are basically propaganda for the ruling party. You know? Maybe, I don't mm. know. But they, mm. they, 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 you will see the so agenda there. Mm. So it's more like the fourth force, as mm. I mentioned. But right, is right. it good or bad for mm. me? I, for currently, I'm thinking... Yeah, I mean, in some countries, it's very obvious, like, mm. like China, CCTV, and things like that. It, it, <laughs> One, two, three, four, fifteen. Yeah, those are <laughs> state-run, you know, yeah, they, yeah. They, they don't even pretend. Uh. And in, in Malaysia, of course, used to be TV1, TV2, but now I think they are sort of kind of irrelevant already. You know? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, hmm, how about okay. you? Well, I actually agreed though mm. that they shouldn't receive public funding mm. Mm. but because I felt like um, if but to what you guys say just now I mean them being the fourth estate mm. so if they are being the fourth estate should they receive taxpayers mm. money funding mm. because will that actually cause the whole media team mm. to have that perspective whereby you work for the people mm-hmm. rather than you work for the government mm. but, but then again we don't see that in Malaysia mm. I mean and we have seen how all this cable TV have been just weaponized mm. yeah. worldwide yeah. So, and what we really see throughout, especially over the last two years we really see the independent like alternative mm. media and yeah. most mm. of them they have their own private sponsorship and stuff like that so because of that I guess because of what has happened over mm. the last two years that, that's why I disagree that they should receive public... Mm. I mean, that I agree that they shouldn't receive public funding. 
Now, now as a related question will be: Do you do you support a government public media? Government public. Like, like for example, RTM one, RTM two. Uh, that that's basically public media, ma. They are not private. So, should because we talk about propaganda and things like that. But let's say it's very clear: this is for public. This is like funded by government. You know, so I can imagine scenario like you have breaking news, you have flood information and things like that. You, you, still, you, you still need those kind of broadcasting. Mm. And yeah, I mean, generally, do you agree that government can use money for this kind of activity? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think mm. so. But I, think, I guess the problem is when that becomes propaganda, political propaganda yeah, for yeah, the yeah. political party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that happens. And yeah, yeah I, so I guess it, it's the way it's structured and how this... So for example, in, in US, PBS... Is not under the government, you know. It's under like FCC, mm. Mm, you know. And but FCC, of course, is appointed by president. Mm. But he he or she is not answerable to the president. Uh. Mm. See, so so the American balance and check and balance is more like yes, there is some kind of yeah, I can appoint, but once appoint, I can't really control what they want to do. Mm. So uh, unless you go and challenge in court, so. Yeah, but that that's oh. a bit side sidetrack. But I'm just thinking about <laughs> you know, like you mentioned Taiwan or other country. When mm. when you use it for political party, mm-hmm. what is the remedy for the people? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Of course, I want the. I mean, if we go the free market way, don't watch lah. Let them die lah. No, <laughs> nobody, you know, pay advertisement to them. So that's what happened with TV One, TV Two, Udusang. Yep. Yeah. Eventually, they they went bust. <laughs>